literally anything could be the sync word. You know, it's gonna be a hodgepodge of an episode. You got the oh, you got the sinister uh, thingies going on there. <laughs> They're fluttering around like several butterflies. Thingies. Thingies. Is that there? Is that a sync word? That's gonna be the sync All word. All right. We're gonna roll with it. All right. <laughs> okay, so we we say thingies, but then you have to do mm. some some thingy stuff. Okay. Okay. Like. Hey, what, again, dealer's choice, whatever okay. you want to do. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So, fingies, again, hand gestures included. Okay. Going to be great for the outtakes. Sure. People are going to love it. Uh, so, fingies on three. One, two, three. Fingies! fingies. <laughs> you did, like, sashaying uh, spirit fingers. Uh-huh. like yep. Cross, like an X uncrossing mm-hmm. in front of your face. Yep. And I just did a manic, like, hand tossing on either side. I look, I could not look more like a Muppet if I tried. Yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's a good start. It's though. not easy being brown. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That could be a tagline for a real poster. Steven, know my truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm super white, but I, like, I get it, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're saying all the time, you think that's bad. What about me? Okay? Yeah. Walking by on my shoes. All right? <laughs> I've tried to wear flip-flops. It's very uncomfortable for me. I'm not used to it. You don't like flip-flops? We talked about that before. You know, okay, so here's some, here's some stuff I've, I've recently figured out about me. So, like, okay. I'm an Indian guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, South Asian, mm-hmm. not uh, Native American, for clarification's sake. Um, nice. And I am just terrible at it. Okay, Mm -hmm. I don't like sandals. They wear a ton of sandals over there, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like dancing. It's all over Bollywood. (laughs) Okay, that's true. Uh, And uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's not working out for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, a lot of Indian dudes can grow a great beard. I've got just like it's like uh, more or less a chin strap. Yeah, but it looks good. But yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back in since I was fishing. Um, But uh, but yeah, I'm not not great at it. But you know, I'm a I'm a, a mixed race mm-hmm. uh, South Asian person uh, for the most part. So maybe that's so, why. Uh, I, I think it's yeah. A lot of the okay. uh, you know maybe some of the uh, the the white part of me is uh, is kicking in and just being like, no, you can't yeah. dance, dude. You can't do it. Don't. Do don't you, even try. Do you even yeah? Do you even try? Do you like it? Do you even like to try to dance? Or are you just like um, no, I'm good. I've I've tried before. It's just it does not work. Yeah. That's not how my body <laughs> works with music at all. Like like. Um, I listen to a lot of metal, as we yeah. discussed previously on the show, and my body will react to that where I, you know, like headbang and stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, for like uh, dancing music, I'm just like, hmm, I'm just gonna stand here. None of this looks safe to me. <laughs> well, like I might slip a disc. I never really thought about this before because I love dancing. And you uh, do. yeah, you do a great job. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm that that typical white guy that can't dance. But I have been told many times by a, a few different people that uh, I can actually kind of dance at least, and uh, that makes me feel happy. But I, I like it mm-hmm. because it makes me feel happy. And yeah. uh, I, it made me think when you said that though, like you're, you're into like heavy metal for the most part. It's like your your mm-hmm. main jam, and that's not like yeah. dancing music. That is like. Headbanging music, so yeah, that makes sense too. Different, different part of your body, yeah, is involved with that for the most part, or at least that's where it stems from. Um, my wife loves to watch So You Think You Can Dance mm. on what Fox or whatever mm-hmm. it is, which is now Disney owned or what. Look, I, I can't keep track of all this shit. I don't know why I'm getting sidetracked <laughs> here, but she she loves watching that show, and I've told her 
I would love to go on that show mm. and then walk out to the stage and be like, uh, no, no, I can't. Nope. <laughs> I, I cannot dance. You answer that question. You got me. You've got me. So just <laughs> take me off your list. I assume they're going through the entire population of America. Uh, okay. Go ahead and check me right off and I will see my way out. And then I just fall right off the stage. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like face first, mm-hmm. like teeth, yeah. front teeth out style oh yeah yeah i essentially curb check myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i saw a thing about like an ad i guess or someone tweeted or something about so you think you can dance and they were like season 16 and i was like fucking 16 that show's been out for a long ass time did not realize yeah. i think it comes out like multiple times a year that at helps. least it did for a little bit okay so maybe there was like a summer and then a like a winter version of it because there's because it seems like it was on so long there's so many people in america to get through they have to do like there's a, doubled up yeah you know, it turns out i i know i know about like 40 people in the united states mm-hmm. i guess there's a lot more than that interesting i didn't mm-hmm. i mean like until recently i didn't know that so yeah i figured whoever's in my bubble and then people mm-hmm. the, the bubbles that i knew yeah but not that far you know i i live a very like truman show-esque lifestyle mm-hmm. you know i try not to like get out and meet people What's that going to do for me? What are they going to do? Ask me to dance? No. It's already been <laughs> if established. They do it, it's not good. I don't do it. <laughs> you direct me to your YouTube clip where you fell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me to do it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, I used to want, like, <laughs> when I was younger, I. Okay. Let's, let's break dive it down. into some deep shit. Do yeah. It. Let me break it down how, like, my thought process went. So, <laughs> when I was a child, I had this. Um, do you remember the Ninja Turtle cereal, the breakfast cereal? Uh, do you remember that at all? I don't. Okay. At, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So it had like marshmallows of the of uh, Leo, uh, Donnie, and Raph's weapons, and then mm. Michelangelo. They were like, "Oh, he has a net now." A net? What the <laughs> fuck? So it was essentially like checks mix pieces. They okay. were like, eh, we, "We don't know how to make nunchucks." I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So you'll deal with this. And they had like a turtle shape or whatever. Anyway, I had like several boxes of those and if you save up enough proofs of purchase you could send away for this hologram version of like the boxed cereal Mm -hmm. and it this shirt was and i don't say this word often that shirt was fucking dope (laughs) it was fucking awesome dude like it was a hologram i'd Uh wear it to school i was like holy shit i'm the fucking life of the party what are we doing next stage we're talking about history let me tell you about the history of the turtles And dude, it was fucking rad. So I always wanted a shirt like that that would have essentially like a TV screen. And I think mm, eventually okay. we'll probably have something like that. Yeah. Um, and I would love to have a shirt like that where it was just me dancing terribly and people not harassing me about it. Because oh, okay. sometimes when we go out to, um, there's a, uh, a local restaurant here called Los Cabos. Mm-hmm. Might be a chain, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good but um, they, they have um, like DJs or, or live bands play outside sometimes, and people will be out there dancing. And uh, my wife will be bummed out because she knows I hate dancing. Mm. And every once in a while, I'll be like, all right, so like, I guess let's try this and see if I've gotten any better. I never am. I'm always terrible at, at dancing. I don't think I've ever seen but you try to dance. That shirt, personally, there's a good reason for that. <laughs> it's it's bad. It's bad. No one wants this. So if I just had that shirt on, I could just like hit play on my chest. Uh-huh. It would just have the the image of me falling off the stage of a thing that we've made up and does not really exist sure. in real life. But if I had that shirt, I would try to make that very thing happen. Because that way, you wouldn't have to dance in the moment. You could just show people like, no, trust me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I've fallen off a stage before trying to dance right. on mm-hmm. So You Think You Can Dance. Mm-hmm. Like, Perhaps I've been there. Perhaps you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. If not, play. I mean, that sounds like a pretty rad shirt. Um, uh-huh. And also the Ninja Turtle shirt that you mentioned also sounds pretty rad. And oh, I have to say, good. do you ever like remember something from your childhood and you're like, fuck, yes. why didn't I keep that? Yes. Right? As we were talking about it, I was like, man, I wish I had that shirt right <laughs> I now. I know, right so now. I, eventually I wore the shit out of that shirt so much and it was had been washed so many times mm-hmm. that the hologram just kind of I don't know, stopped working or stopped showing up so well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to describe, but like the colorful like holograminess of it went away and it was just like uh, sad like silver and then shitty silver people like what is but your man, shirt supposed it, to be <laughs> <laughs> somebody stapled this weird license plate to this kid's chest he, he needs to get some help <laughs> he probably got it at the thrift store <laughs> yeah yeah he looks at look he doesn't even look like he can dance <laughs> fucking secondhand dumbass there's, of a kid there's no way he bought enough cereal to buy that thing <laughs> That's that's what people would say. That's a shame. Yeah, man, that was like the coolest like proof of purchase. Yep. Anything I've ever owned, it was fucking cool. It sounds rad. I don't know this. I, I want to look it up now and see if anybody else like. That's what I love about the internet more, maybe more than anything else. Right? Is not looking up like facts that actually matter. It's looking up nostalgia that I've forgotten. And people are like, yeah. "Wait, I lived that childhood too. Do you remember this?" And I like have a flashback. And a memory bomb, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I do remember that. I don't remember yeah. this shirt exactly, but I bet someone else out there does, and that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if there's a picture of it out there. Uh, Lord knows, I will spend the rest of my evening trying to find <laughs> there you that go. very thing. Please, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to see this. Well, Brent, yeah. uh, I think with that, I, I think we just want to get into it. It's Friday night. We're doing a different kind of it's podcast. Friday Hi. night. And uh, I'm gonna just gonna jump in there and say we're doing it. Yay! Uh, I'm. S- <laughs> Yay! I'm what, Stephen. Is that too breathy? <laughs> I'm Brent, and uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. It's been a it's been a long week. Uh, yeah, what's for, up? Uh, for various reasons, you mm-hmm. know, work related, family related stuff. But you know what? We made it to the end. Um, and, uh, I've been backed up. Uh, oh my God. I've been backed up a little bit on my pop culture. And, uh, so, uh, we're, we're going to get some of that out. I'm going to work it through my system today. We're going to do some pop culture catch up. Excellent. And, uh, I've got some stuff to talk about. I know you probably got some stuff to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it's fair to kick off this inaugural Friday night episode <laughs> with a, uh, a certain sound effect I'm a fan uh, of. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this is the sound, not of an RC Cola, dear listener, but of a beer. That's right. We're bringing what? it back. We're bringing it on the show again. <laughs> we both have problems, but we're not going to face them. Tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you got there, Brent? So I've got an IPA, actually. I've actually come around a little bit on IPAs. I know we've talked yeah, about in the past that they taste like not beer yet. Um, <laughs> and it is still true. It is still true. But my palate has changed it enough to where I can drink them. So right now I am drinking a Coop Ale Works, mm. uh, Coop being a local Oklahoma company here. Cool. F5 IPA, very insensitive name. Yeah. It's got a it's got a twister on it. Uh, and there's a lot of tornadoes mm-hmm. around this area, but, uh, like right now I can see one from my house. Hey, get out of here. Get out of here. 
That works. Right. That works. We're safe. A lot of people don't know that, but most Oklahomans do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just how we roll down here. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, uh, IPA, I've had uh, several of them <laughs> at this point. Tonight? Not tonight. Okay. Not tonight, okay. no. Um, but uh, over the past few months or so. So uh, it's funny how your taste can change like that, you know? Well, I wondered, is your, t- is your taste really changing or is it... I think like IPAs are really great at a, at the end of a hard week. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I want to get fucked up on beer. Yep. That's <laughs> That's what it, like that was the changeover for me initially, yeah, you know. That's, that's the cheat code right there. Yeah. Uh but yes, yeah, it's good and uh Excellent. I'll be finishing this. I've already had one beer tonight. This is my second. So okay. you know. Okay. As the uh red or red hot jelly pepper, the black eyed peas said <laughs> Let's get it sharded, you know? <laughs> Strap on your Depends. I like that you mix the two of them up just because of the, the color of their name. <laughs> if they play a show together, uh, wait, Black Eyed Peas. No, boy, that doesn't make any sense at all. Wow, this beer is kicked out. It kicked the out? Red kicked eyed, in really well. Fuck. The red-eyed mm. chili peppers. Red-eyed chili peppers, that's right. If they, they like, like, if some of them die and they have to, like, make a super roop. Mm-hmm. That's like what but they only could play be. on late night airplane flights. <laughs> <laughs> they have to set up their instruments. Flea has to like sound check his bass. <laughs> it's like the first forty five minutes of the flight. Oh man! Well, yeah. So far, so good. Uh, I don't have a beer tonight, but I do. Uh, I have been drinking some uh, of my rye bourbon uh, mm-hmm. from Bullet that I like, and uh, I was actually going to forgo during the show and then brent said he had a beer and i said well i'll be right back because mm-hmm. i don't want to miss out on that so i uh have my glass here so cheers to you sir cheers to you as well Clink. <laughs> <laughs> and cheers to you as at home uh or on the treadmill wherever you're at in your car listening to this um mm-hmm. on your way to death i don't know what's happening <laughs> um whatever whatever you're doing right now Honey, I gotta go. Where are you going? I got. I gotta get in the car. I'm gonna be late for death. <laughs> it's a uh, listen. Uh, I've had a few whiskeys, as I said. Uh, it just could happen. And uh, if this is the last voice that you hear, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Little did they know it was a true cry for help. <laughs> Stephen Fisher. Didn't die that night, but he did shit his pants a world record amount. Hey, world records are world record, all right? A member of the Guinness World's Records uh, Record Keeping Association just happened to be walking by his house and caught a sniff (laughs) that they wished they hadn't. You remember, like, in Jurassic Park when they walk up to that that giant dung heap from from the the, uh, Triceratops? Yeah, I'm just saying it's not that mm. good, but it rivals it. It's close. That's close. <laughs> like from a distance, you'd be like, I don't know which one is larger. Like once you get up yeah. on it, you're like, okay, I get it. It's but definitely like, human. Yeah. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Brent. So I think. Uh, we can just jump right into this. We have nothing else going on. It's just a pop culture catch-up episode, and I did uh, very much dominate the last one, so I do have a few things that I have seen. Uh, I might mention a few of them, but I'm curious, like, have you, uh, since that episode, you didn't really mention anything. Do you have, like, a whole bunch pent up, as you said? Because uh, I'd love to just kind of hear what you've been seeing, watching, doing. 
Okay, so I've been sliding right up in several bits of pop culture. Oh, I got yeah. a little bit of everything. I've got some podcasts. I've got okay. some music. I've got some uh, comics, TV shows, movies, you know? Nice. Um, I can go any which way. Uh, I think what I'll do is I'm going to start out with something I've never discussed on the show, which is a podcast called The Teacher's Lounge. Hmm. Um, this is a comedy podcast. Uh, the first five seasons are available on most of your Apple most of your Apple podcast, most of your uh, <laughs> podcast providers, I should say, um, they're up to. I think they're working on the ninth season right now, or that's what's coming out on Stitcher Premium. Wow. So if you have a subscription to that, you can uh, get caught up. But um, it's fucking hilarious. It's these uh, four guys, uh, four comedians out of California, I believe. Um, uh, because of drinking, I'm not able to summon all of their names. Uh, sure. I know Drew Tarver is one of them. <laughs> but um, essentially what it is, it's an improv comedy podcast. And, you know, the first season, it starts out with them um, talking, you know, in the teacher's lounge, uh, talking about the students in the school they, they work in and everything. And um, there's some, like, outrageous, like, details that come up. It's just part of improv comedy. Nice. As it goes on and the seasons get further and further um, along, shit gets way off the rails. <laughs> like, they usually end every season by escaping, like, a firefight or um, some type of explosion or something like that. Sometimes awesome. uh, <laughs> O.J. Simpson is involved, <laughs> and, and they escape in his white Bronco. Uh, it's just a bunch of, like, crazy shit. Um, and in season eight, uh, I believe they start out the first season <laughs> in hell. Uh, they've oh, all nice. died and gone to hell. <laughs> And, uh, man, it's just, it's great. I, I can't stress enough how funny it is. It, it did take me, a, a, like, maybe the, halfway through the first season uh, before I really, like, got into it. But, mm -hmm. man, eventually I just, like, binged the whole thing. Nice. And, uh, man, I, I love this show. So if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to, eh, possibly to, uh, <laughs> to replace this one after <laughs> you're disappointed <laughs> with this episode, uh, check out the Teacher's Lounge. Again, on any of your uh, podcast providers and full thing is available on Stitcher Premium. Awesome. That sounds really good, actually. Uh, I wrote that down because that's something I would like to check out. I, uh, I like the idea of – I've thought about – you know, I, part of the thing that I like the most about our podcast – uh, as when we do more of like written bits, even if it's like uh, not improv, I guess per se or whatever, mm -hmm. but like some of the more like creative aspects instead of just talking about stuff, which is what we are mainly about. I understand. So <laughs> you worked in all the words. I think. Basically, I'm saying that Relax. I could understand why someone would leave this podcast for that podcast because I also would. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> A ringing endorsement. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff, sis. Stop <laughs> listening to this and start listening to that. I mean, listen to our ads when we have them. Uh, uh -huh. Listen to uh, Brent's notes on pop culture combat. Those are always good, uh, which we haven't done in a very long time. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. It's been a yeah, you know, like the, sometimes I like the idea of like creating more. We've talked about this uh, outside the show a lot, more than just like shooting the shit. And uh, uh -huh. so that sounds kind of fun that I didn't really know. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts that just kind of do that where that's the mm -hmm. goal. So that sounds really cool. Man, I got sucked in to it hard, you know? Yeah. Got sucked in hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got sucked so hard, I made it an any. Sucked in oh. real bad. <laughs> like extended far enough, and then it just like... Yeah, cartoon. The entire other direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, what else oh, do you got? Yeah. Um, let me tell you about another podcast. This, this one is called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. It's okay. a new podcast by Conan O'Brien. Nice. Thus, the title of the show. Um, he started a podcast, I think it was like the end of last year of 2018, 
And um, his first guest was Kristen Bell. So awesome. you're off to a rip-roaring start, yep. you know, love her. Um, and her husband, Dax Shepard, was on there a few episodes later. He Sweet. has a lot of um, one-on-one interviews with people. Um, the general premise is that he's been a talk show host for a long time, but he's never really hung out with any of his guests for the most part. He's usually okay. busy working or whatever, and he has friendly conversations with people, but he doesn't really get to go and hang out with people for an extended amount of time or whatever. They're just kind of single-serving friends, mm-hmm. to uh, to quote Fight Club. Um, so he's, and on, on the most recent episode, he had Bill Hader, you know, Tulsa native, awesome. Bill Hader, you know. Um, and, uh, man, it's just hilarious. He, he's got a great sense of, uh, well, great sense of humor, but he's got a, a really sharp sense of, like, improv and, and being able to do that. Not that they, like, improv a lot of, like, skits or anything, but just the way he's able to do his references and whatnot. Um, it's it's great. So it's uh, just like a sit-down, like, chat conversation show. Even some of the guests that I'm not familiar with, like, he's had a couple of, um, like, comedy writers, like, people from his show mm-hmm. on there. Even those episodes are good because it gives you some behind-the-scenes. Yeah, that's cool. Um, behind-the-scenes look at at uh, the show, mm-hmm. uh, his, his main show on TBS, but uh, really highly recommended as well. If you if you like comedy podcasts, then I think you're going to be good with both Teacher's Lounge and Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Yeah, that sounds really good, too. Uh, mm-hmm. That's two for two, man. I've written down that I mm-hmm. think sound awesome. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you want to okay, well, go for a third one and try to ruin it? <sighs> I don't know if I can ruin it. <laughs> okay. Um, you going to keep going but... strong? Uh, you know what? Let's let's jump over to you while I uh, yeah panic and try to find the next thing. Uh, absolutely, that's a good start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm also gonna review a comedy we watched on Netflix recently. It's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Oh, hilarious! Oh wait, it's not a comedy. It's about Ted Bundy. There <laughs> uh, you say, Ted Danson. <laughs> Ted Danson. Let me tell you about this motherfucker. <laughs> Cheers, nah. Uh, we uh, just to yeah. let you know, we've uh, started watching. Uh, started watching it a couple weeks ago. Okay, and we got like through the first thirty minutes before we both were just like tired. So okay, we haven't finished it. Fair enough. Fair enough. May jump back to it. So this is the movie. This is like the. There's two things on Netflix. Uh, one we started with. Um, it's from the same director though. Um, we started with his documentary series, and as far as I understood it. He was researching Ted Bundy for uh, this movie, this like narrative movie, and he had enough info that he was like, hey, I can make a documentary about this. So he made like a four-part documentary on Netflix, uh, which I honestly can't remember the name of right now, uh, but I liked it better, I would say. Uh, this one okay. stars Zac Efron uh, in the title role, and uh, from what I'd heard online before we watched it, and then we agree with this afterwards, it's like he was really good in it, but the movie is just kind of okay. So uh, I could kind of see if you guys, you know, got tired and, like, didn't finish it so far or whatever. Um, it's, it's good, but uh, we, we preferred the actual documentary and more the info about it than just watching, like, a narrative, like, reinterpretation of it, sort of. Okay. Um, but uh, that said, uh, I'd still kind of recommend, if you're into that kind of thing, like, true crime stuff or whatever, they're both good. And it's kind of interesting to see a product of, uh, like, one director who was working on both stories. And I think, I guess, like, writer as well. I assume that he uh, kind of researched into all of it himself. So um, nobody else on the team, just him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, but it's like, uh, it's cool to have it come from like one creative mind, I guess, you know, yeah. uh, and have two different versions of that story. So uh, I would recommend the uh, the uh, documentary series more, but um, it's still pretty good. Zac Efron is really, mm-hmm. 
man, it's been interesting to see his uh, trajectory since like High School Musical, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I've I've ended up liking him in a few things since then. Um, even like Baywatch, Baywatch, which I surprisingly loved. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Neighbors, which I didn't really care for. I don't like that movie, but I like him mm-hmm. in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with Seth Rogen and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So it was interesting to see him kind of be like a stone cold killer and like charming guy. That that's part of the thing. It's like he's supposed to be like mm-hmm. charming and attractive and whatever. And obviously that works for for him. So, uh, so yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah. For metal fans, I will say mm-hmm. Metallica's own James Hetfield plays the sheriff that interrogates Ted Bundy wow. in that movie. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm trying yeah. to picture him wow. now. That, yeah, wow. I'm trying to picture him in that, in that movie now. Uh huh. It was a it was a big deal when it was coming out, okay. and uh, I remember seeing a steel frame of. Uh, uh, did I say steel? Steel frame, not steel. It. Wasn't made out of metal. <laughs> Metallica is made out of metal. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going for. Yeah, <laughs> there you steel go. Steel frame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, saved it. Um, but uh, yeah, there was a, a still of <laughs> James Hetfield standing in an interrogation room with Zach. Uh, Zach Efron sitting mm-hmm. and uh, well sounds riveting ran out of gas on that one that's that's the end of that <laughs> but it's weird like uh, I, I don't really know Metallica that well but I know I know him and I know his face mm-hmm. and I didn't even notice it so I'm, I'm sure it's yeah yeah <laughs> I'm sure it's like <laughs> pretty noticeable but I didn't even notice in the movie so there you yes, go yes yeah. yeah he shaved I think oh that's that the thing. always throws it, me it threw off. You off yeah mm-hmm. yeah down below you mean though right Oh yeah, full, yeah. In that scene where he's uh, just fully, he's, he's like, "Look at my dick." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Mars. I didn't know. It's so weird. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah, Another he time. was strumming a guitar the whole time, uh, so Again. it was a little bit odd that you didn't pick up on it. But look, you know, he could have just been John Denver. Who knows? Right? Exactly. Yeah. I uh, mix them up all the time. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, Lily Collins is in this movie. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> is that it? Because, yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not, weird, though, because to look at. I was trying to explain to uh, uh, my wife, Amanda, when we were watching that, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like Lily Collins. And I was like, you know, she's in things, right? And I was sometimes it happens. Like, I know a lot of pop culture, and I connect mm-hmm. actresses and actors and stuff to the previous work they've done or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, she was in, like, well, hold on. She was in, hold on. And I, like, looked it up, and I was like... <laughs> I I don't think I've ever seen anything she's literally ever been in. I, I did the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just, I she just looks familiar. Yeah, she just uh, also yeah. very attractive. I think that's mm-hmm. it. It's like she is attractive and in general people know about her like as mm-hmm. Lily Collins. Not like I didn't know her. Like I literally don't think I've seen a single thing she's done. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that was really interesting to me though. But she was good in this. I thought she's uh, she plays like his girlfriend. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it's a uh, I mean basically it's like a girlfriend of a suspected serial killer and that's a hard role to play that's very interesting because it happened in real life mm-hmm. and she was like stand stood by his side for a while and stuff so that's it was an interesting role I thought she did a really good job at it and yeah she's I pretty. I was I was uh, impressed by that I'm I'm gonna have to go back and finish it I've I've heard there's some like mixed reactions I guess people are saying that it's more of a um, like it's <sighs> The, the Ted Bundy story is not, you're not getting out of it what you might expect. It's kind mm-hmm. of from that her character's point of view of what mm-hmm. Ted was going through. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, I get, yeah. And I, I'd heard like um, some criticism about it because it almost like is glorifying Ted 
I guess, as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I really think it was, though, is the uh, I'd heard the director talk about it, and then from the documentary and stuff, they talked about like how his case was unique for the time. It was the first one that was like widely um, like publicized, and they had uh, cameras in the courtroom and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and the Florida trial that he was in, and there was like the the first one or the biggest one, like the big first one that that did that one. And there were a lot of like college age females in the audience, like in court, like in real life, who they interviewed and stuff in the in the documentary. And then I've seen like clips and stuff of them where they're like, "Yeah, I just don't know. He, like he's so cute. Like I don't know how he kill all these girls." And it's like he <laughs> fucking did. Like he murdered like thirty people or some shit. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And it's, so I think what it, what it really boiled down to is the director was trying to show that he was so charming and that's why it was so weird and how he got away with it for so long and like could disarm females and fucking kill them because they all were like, yeah, he's, why would he be murdering me? He's like attractive and charming. And it's like, mm-hmm. you never fucking know, I guess, is the point. So I didn't see it as like glorifying him so much. I thought that it was showing kind of like what the reality was and trying to portray that that he was a charming killer which is maybe more terrifying than like a devious one you know alone yeah. so yeah. yeah not the the typical like serial killer type of movie that you would expect yeah i would say that yeah but it's yeah. like if you go into it knowing it i think that's fine i just think yeah. overall the movie was just it never really like went that like went far enough for anything to me Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after watching the documentary, we, we randomly actually we had watched it's a four part series. We had watched the first three parts, and then it got, yeah. kind of fizzled out. We just kind of forgot about it, and then the, the narrative movie came out, and we watched that. And then that night we went back and watched the fourth part where he had already been caught and he was like sentenced to death and everything. And it was kind of interesting to watch it that way and get kind of more of the info. But uh, essentially, with a lot of these things, I realize I'm I'm just more about the facts of the case than like a narrative mm-hmm. storyline of it. And to me, it was, it's almost a weird thing because the narrative movie was, it, it focused on him and his girlfriend and his, he had like some other girlfriends and stuff and him kind of like going through it, but denying it the entire time. And then it's like at the end when he, like in real life, he finally confessed like right before he was sentenced to die, or like right before he was actually going through with his execution, like a day or two before he finally like confessed. And they kind of portrayed mm-hmm. it that way, but they basically make the narrative film like, that same way so it's like you know that he's not like you know in real life he's not innocent but they don't really like go into the grisly details of it which is probably good mm-hmm. i think that would be even more that they were like glorifying his persona or whatever but at the same time watching it i was like almost like a weird like yeah but like where are the gory details like why am i even watching this because we know he did it and they're just acting like he didn't because he's saying he didn't so it's kind of yeah. a weird thing like i'd rather just watch the documentary and be like oh, he fucking did this stuff, and then he lied about it for years, you know? Yeah. Kind of, like, really portrays it really what it was. So it's just a different way yeah. to portray a narrative film. They, they kind of went at it with, like, he says he's innocent. What if he was? But not really yeah. saying that he ever was. They're just like, he said he wasn't, so let's go with that kind of storyline. So oh, okay. Yeah. Which is okay. okay. Yeah, just at the end of the day, I was like, I watched it once. It's fine. You know, no big deal. Yeah. So That also seems to be the consensus is, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I, I kind of already forgotten about a lot of the narrative parts of it, and it's a, it's a the the title comes from the actual judge said that, and they have like clips of it in the documentary where he says mm-hmm. these acts were extremely wicked, shockingly vile, or shockingly evil and vile. 
but holy shit, that is a really long title, and I get it mixed up. I get like, I'm like, it's like extremely evil, shockingly something. I don't know. Like I just fizzled out every single time. I have it written down in front of me right now, so I can read it. But like, it's a it's hard to remember in general. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. Do they ever address the situation with his brother? Um, no. Is that anything that comes up in there? I don't know if this is a bit or not. I don't remember her brother or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, not hers. His, Ted Bundy. Yeah, I don't remember now. So I remember hearing that um, he had a, a brother that was trapped in this like weird marriage relationship. <laughs> and it was really like, you know, it, it was an older brother. He wasn't able to, uh, you know, to, to, to live the life he was wanting to live. Okay. That kind of helped inspire Ted. And uh, I think they made a TV docu-series about it, ran for several seasons. What was it? Uh, started uh, Al Bundy. It was called Married with Children. Hmm. Uh, totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Was he a shoe salesman? He was. I yeah. remember uh-huh. that. I remember that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and he was really upset about putting shoes on fat women's feet. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... No, hey, no fat shaming, you know? Yeah. You do you. He did. Well, he did, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did, yeah. But it was mm-hmm. the 90s, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Do you think uh, the reason Al Bundy would say no peg is because one night when they're in the bedroom, his <laughs> wife was trying to peg him? <laughs> I yes, do. Peg or no peg, no peg. I do. I do think that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. her name is Peggy, so. Yeah. He knew what he was it's marrying into. It's a yeah. nickname. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, real name's Margaret. Yeah, she was named that in college. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was getting into. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and it's fine. Absolutely. Yeah, he's doing great. He's doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Brent? All right, hey, so I've got a comic book now. I know. Yes. Shock of shocks. Um, I want to talk about Detective Comics 1000, okay? Uh, Last year, I had uh, mentioned Action Comics 1000, which is the um, Superman series Mm. from DC Comics. This is Detective Comics 1000. Nice. And this is the Batman series. So this is the second uh, modern, not modern, but the second uh, big two superhero series Mm. to cross that four-digit mark. And... um, that's pretty it's cool. It's uh, a bunch of Batman stories, and it's kind of like the the Action Comics one. Um, various um, top tier talent, um, like writers, artists, all of that stuff on this book. Um, one thing of note that I want to mention, uh, and the next time that you're in town, I'm going to have you read the story. There's an Excellent. awesome story in here drawn by Jim Lee, who is the mm. um, CCO of DC Comics and just a legendary comic artist. But it's written by none other than Mr. Kevin Smith. Hey, and, very cool. Uh, it is an awesome story, and it details um, the bat symbol, you know, that yellow bat oval mm-hmm. that's on Batman's chest? It's uh, they, they get into the story of why that's important and where that comes from. That's cool. And cool, uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for you, uh. but um, it was very touching in uh, seeing where that particular story came from, so... Um, I'm definitely going to have you yeah, read that. that it's just awesome. like eight pages or whatever. And, uh, uh, people really love that story. Um, I want to piggy th- back that one with, you're going to peggy back um, that. I'm going to peggy back it. Yep. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> um, 
uh, with um, another Gotham-related story I want to tell you about. Um, I recently watched a movie. Mm. Takes place in Gotham City. Okay. Okay. There's some uh, violence that's happening in the happening in the streets of Gotham. Batgirl gets involved. She's at a uh, like a, some type of science facility, and some uh, some henchmen show up. Mm-hmm. And they attack the facility, and they steal something of import from this place. Batgirl reports back to Batman, mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, we got some strange shit going on here. I need your help on this. We need to figure out what's going on. Batman looks into it and sees that there there was some ninjas that um, took the stuff, and he was like, well, who do I know that is ninja-related? And, of course... Rachel right. Ghoul, you know the, mm. um, and I say Rach, I say Rachel okay. Ghoul, you yeah. know from the animated series. I know some people say Ranaz Al Ghoul. Mm, interesting. Not for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, the League of Assassins, um, headed by the Demon's Head himself. So he's like, this has to be Rach. Has Rach all over it. Okay. Again, I say Rach, not <laughs> Ross. Um, he looks into it and he stumbles upon what he thinks are some of the League of Assassins ninjas. Uh-uh, papi. These ninjas wear multicolored bandanas. Yes! That's right, baby. I'm talking Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated film from this year. Fuck yes! Carl, 2019. Um, it's a, uh, a movie based on the DC Comics, IDW Comics crossover series. Uh, and, uh, I, it, it came out on digital this week. I couldn't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this yeah. in my iTunes account. And, uh, I watched it a couple nights ago and man, it was a ton of fun. It's awesome. Really, like if you're super into, um, the Batman that is, uh, uh, like the dark Knight, that, mm-hmm. that type of very like stoic and serious Batman, this may not be for you. This has a lot of like really like goofy comedy in it like it's mm. it's mostly as is a nice balance of being serious but also comedic like michelangelo was fucking michelangelo as wait possible michelangelo was fucking michelangelo he was that takes a <laughs> they turn cloned him, okay okay there's a whole pegging situation <laughs> involved with that those nunchucks you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um <laughs> my god the mental image i just summoned (laughs) (laughs) but like there's some some um there's some like semi goofy shit in it and Uh, if if you're not into batman being a little bit silly Hmm. um this may not be your cup of tea but also uh you know it's life live a little bit okay nice step outside of your comfort zone um, this Batman has, uh, he wears the blue version of his costume, the, the blue and gray. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't like that for the, the comics that it's based on, but I like that they did that. It's a little bit uh, throwback to like the um, 60s and, and uh, like 50s and 60s version of Batman. Gotcha. And, um, but it's, it was a lot of fun. The voice cast for this is by people I wouldn't have thought would be good Turtles voices. Um, did you ever watch Glee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was like the second season, there was a, a, a guy named Darren Chris who came in. Yeah. I think he was from like a rival school or whatever. Uh-huh. He's very like well-coiffed, well-manicured. Um, and he had, a, 
I think it was like like the main gay kids like love interest. Yeah. Um, I don't remember his name, but um, Kurt. He he yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. He is the voice of Raphael. And Ooh, I interesting tell choice. Raphael is that's my dude. Okay, mm-hmm. that's my Ninja Turtle. You can fuck up the other voices, <laughs> not fuck up Raphael. And uh, somebody must have given him the memo because he did a fantastic job. Like, I didn't recognize the voice at first. And as the movie was playing, I looked up the voice cast. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, yeah. he fucking nailed it. His voice is a, like a lot deeper and like gruffer than you would thought he'd be able to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I was just really impressed. Kyle Mooney from SNL yeah. does Michelangelo's voice. <laughs> That's a good one. Man, it, it's it's great. It really is. So That sounds um, rad. Yeah, I, I will definitely go back and, and rewatch this again. So I'm more than happy to have this in my iTunes um, movie collection. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds uh, awesome. Um, I, I was hoping as you were telling the story that that's where you were going with it, that you'd watch that because I had only heard of it a little bit, that they were doing this oh. Batman TMNT crossover event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had no idea Darren Chris was in it. And I could I could see him as a voice, but never I, would have, I wouldn't have thought Raphael by far. So that is no. really interesting to think. I would have thought maybe a Donatello. You know? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, you know, something with a little bit lighter of a voice. Uh-huh. But man, he's got he brings it. You wow, know? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I stood up and, and, and applauded. Nice. That was great. Uh, Loved it. That sounds pretty cool. I would definitely love yeah. to see that. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you watched it. It seems uh, I'm glad you mentioned though. I guess because it would be good for me going into it because I am kind of the darker Batman, the Dark Knight. So it's kind of the real like Batman that I like for the most part. Um, but, uh, I think this is also a good opportunity to bring up that just yesterday, it's, it's kind of official unofficial that they had, uh, recast Batman for the movie, the Batman with, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson coming in to play that role. Yeah. That's a nice sigh you got going on there. <laughs> oh, like I'm Raphael. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I know because <laughs> I texted you uh-huh. <laughs> when I saw that report on that. I think it was like a variety headline. I sent you that image and then I texted you, what did you do? Um, that was look, great. If, if, if he's going to play Batman, I mean, it's Matt Reeves. He, he did those mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes movies or a couple of them, I guess. And I think those movies are great. Um I'm sure they can probably make something pretty good out of it. But my issue with Robert Pattinson is not the Twilight movies. I mean, it's just the those aren't really even on my radar. Mm-hmm. My thing is he he looks like he stinks. He looks like he smells <laughs> bad. And, he, and it looks like he's smelling himself. And he has that kind of face. Oh, my God, Brent. Um, I totally see it. I totally <laughs> see it. You can never unsee it now. Uh, absolutely. That is... Mm-hmm quite amazing i'm very excited about mm-hmm. that <laughs> and he, he looks like the type of person that would put a cigarette in his mouth and then the cigarette would think to himself oh god now i'm gonna smell like this guy <laughs> that's good too because there's been a lot of backlash online about this and then also mm-hmm. uh, counter backlash i guess about like people being like hey he's done a lot of shit since the twilight movies like give him some respect he's actually like a pretty good actor you just probably haven't seen a lot of stuff he's been in or whatever um but i have not that's heard your true. take yeah. on it and I think yeah. this still stands. I think that I think mm-hmm. that uh, has some weight to, behind it. So, yeah, interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going. So young. It's it's yeah. it, at this point when we're recording, it's still kind of ping ponging back and forth between he and uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Holt. Holt, who plays Beast in the uh, current yeah. X Men movies. 
um, why why so young, Warner Brothers? Yeah, you know, for both of them. I don't know. It's like, kind of weird. I do have some some love for Matt Reeves. I had to look it up just to make sure, but he had uh, directed Cloverfield. That's the first time I knew him. Oh wow! So okay. he's part of like JJ's that, yeah. crew. Like he knows mm-hmm. some of those guys and everything. So uh, and then he directed, wrote, and directed Let Me In, which was a great vampire flick. Um, right after that, so. And then the, is that part of the Twilight canon? It, yeah, it was. No, <laughs> it's a it's a very dark take. It's like a children vampires, but uh, they have to feed, and it's like pretty pretty dark. It's like a remake of a foreign film. You ever seen that? Like, mm. let me in or let the it's it's based on let the right one in. Uh-uh, um, no. They're both very good for different reasons, but he did a great adaptation of a fantastic like foreign um, vampire film or whatever that involves like children vampires and stuff. So. And then he did, uh, yeah, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. So he, I think he did the the second and third of that series, and those yes, are both really yeah. good. So um, yeah. yeah, and then the Batman that's coming out um, from from the little bits that I've heard, like it seems like it's good. He's writing and directing it. I think that he he I, from what I'd heard, like they're going more of like a the detective Batman, you know. Which I want to see, yeah. Totally want to yeah. see, but I never expected it to be young like this, like you said. Yeah, so. that's that's the the probably the biggest issue for me. Mm-hmm. Like with the casting is like it seems like they should have gone with somebody a little bit older. But I guess if they want to keep somebody around for a while, you know, yeah, it's true. Maybe they should cast a little bit younger, a la the MCU. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe he's gonna get jacked and he'll he'll yeah. look better. You know. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for talking about this guy's looks, and then I'm like. <laughs> I would never be on camera. <laughs> You're on a podcast for a reason. We both are, right? This fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's so fucking dumb looking. So it's man, last week, last week it was Lucas Black, and now I'm going after Robert Pattinson. Man, Lucas Black, white actors, watch yourselves. Lucas Black took it on upon himself. What do you get uh, back in that movie? All right. And they yeah, tried to do a yeah. scene in the same year, like ten years <laughs> fucking apart, and he he aged thirty years. So you got you that you nailed that one too. You got it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I I'm not so. I don't know. I have a weird affinity for the Twilight series because I've seen them a lot with uh, uh, a lot of the the women's in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I used to. I, I think I mentioned the show before. I used to. I used to have a projector, and I would show the the films like each, as each one came out. We would like watch them, and I would like show them outside for all of our like sisters and cousins and whatever. And, um, I've seen the first one like a lot of times and it's weirdly grown on me actually. Uh, I haven't seen it in years now, but, um, he was never the problem with that. It's more the story. Like the story is just stupid, right? Like he was fine. So yeah. I don't have a problem with that. He also was Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter, uh, first. That's why I first knew him. Oh. And he was really good in that to me. So, uh, mm-hmm. that was like the Goblet of Fire. This is the fourth movie that he was in mm-hmm. and uh, so and then also like I before this casting I had heard that he was being cast by Christopher Nolan in his new movie and Christopher Nolan Batman? is Batman <laughs> <laughs> yep he's doing two different <laughs> Batman movies two different directors it's called <laughs> Batman ellipses again <laughs> but the weird thing is old man makeup he's gonna make it work Brent he's gonna make it work Look, we've seen what they can do with Captain America. Let's try the Batman. <laughs> so, like, you know, Christopher Nolan I have a lot of respect for. Um, I love most of his movies, like, a whole lot, and a few of them I just, they're okay, but, like, I even the ones that I don't like that much, like, I'm still, like, they're, 
they're still know, good. Great cinema, you know, still whatever. Mm-hmm. I just don't care for them. But to think that he, whenever he had um, cast him, I was like, okay, that's interesting. He's done a lot of like independent stuff lately, Robert Pattinson. He's done a lot of like sci-fi movies. I just haven't seen much of it, and I haven't sought mm-hmm. him out in any way. But people online, you know, I think that's a good point. They're saying that like he's actually done a lot more since you've known him in Twilight or whatever. Um, so I'm yeah. okay with that. I, I'm with you. It's more of the young thing. Um, I saw something on Twitter the other day, and I honestly feel like it was like one of our podcasting friends or something like that. It might have just been something mm-hmm. random that I saw. Um, but someone had mentioned that the the best way that they could move forward with a Batman movie was was to do like an old Batman story and bring back Michael Keaton. And I'm like, oh hands down, that's the best idea I've heard in a while, yeah. right? There's a, a comic series called The Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. which he would is the perfect age for yes and yeah it would be fucking awesome it'd be great i would love to see him return i love that his, he's had like a renaissance uh in his career mm-hmm. lately um with uh vulture you know in spider-man homecoming and he did birdman before that and everything um and i actually i watched homecoming the other day and he's still like so fucking good in that role and i think that he'd be great as like bringing back that'd be so interesting to bring him back in that role as uh, as batman and maybe pass the baton in some way, you know? So uh, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so do you have... You want me to go back and forth again, or...? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you have next? What else you got? Um, yeah. I have a, <laughs> listen, Brent, I have a, I've had a lot... I have a few things I'll mention quickly. Because okay. there's a few things I've, I've started and stopped. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mention them quickly. Meth. <laughs> you know I never stopped. <laughs> How silly of me. You can't. It's too good. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen your eyes that white before. <laughs> awesome. Ooh. Uh, well, this would yeah. be a terrible follow-up to that, but um, <clears throat> <Okay>. <laughs> do you know the uh, Sandra Bullock, Hugh Grant movie, Two Weeks Notice? I've heard of it. Don't watch I think it. I've seen it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amanda and I That's watched this right? years ago. I think it's from like mm-hmm. 2005, somewhere in that era. There's like a whole yeah. era right in that, that fuck, that, that, that era of, of romantic comedies. Uh, that's like when Amanda and I had first gotten together and stuff, and there's a whole bunch that we mm-hmm. liked from that era, but... Uh, we tried this one again the other day, and it is not good. Uh, we yeah. turned it off about 30 minutes in. It's just not good. So okay. don't watch that. Uh, I've also <laughs> got uh, – there's a show on Netflix called Bonding, which uh, mm. looks kind of funny. It's like a, about a, 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 like a college-age uh, woman who's put herself through college by being a dominatrix basically at a, at a club. And mm-hmm. it's about her roping in like an old high school friend to be like her assistant – and they do like bondage stuff or whatever, and they're they're like twenty to thirty minute episodes. They're really quick, and there's only like eight of them. So we were like, yeah, this would be great and be funny, uh, but it wasn't. It, it could have been great, but they kind of just jump into the story, and then they really, from from what I understand, I, we have a friend who, um, for lack of a better term, is just into bondage. I guess uh, mm-hmm. she knows that world, and a lot of that world is about like consent and stuff you're you're doing for like a purpose and this one they really kind of do things like when people are like no i don't want to do this like her assistant is like i don't want to do this mm-hmm. uh, like pee on a guy right and then mm. she's like nope just do oh, it Oh, the president absolutely 
Trump is in the episode, and that's why I turn it off. <laughs> um, no, and it's like it's literally him. <laughs> it's the tape we've been looking for. It's crazy. It's a Netflix it's show Netflix. now. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to sneak it out there. Um, <laughs> the last place you expect to find it. <laughs> no, and it's everywhere. It's just like it could have been a lot better. It has some funny moments, but they they have some weird awkward pauses and stuff. It feels like the timing is kind of off. So, uh, unfortunately, we just didn't really care for it that much. Um, and the last one I'll mention on the same note is another Netflix thing. I'm a huge fan of Amy Poehler and her whole crew. Oh, yeah. uh, and we tried to watch this movie that she, I think, wrote, but definitely directed. And she stars in with uh, Anna Gasteyer and Rachel Dratch and fucking, like, everybody they know or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. All the awesome females from, like, SNL or whatever. And it's called Wine yeah. Country. And hmm, okay. I was really looking forward to this movie. Amanda and I both were, and we tried it. And it's just, there's again, it's just like timing. It's just off a little bit. And I, I want to get another shot because I, we watched some interviews with her afterwards. And she talked about how they basically did take, it's about like uh, all these like women friends who go on a trip for like a 50th birthday of like Rachel Dratch to wine country. And it's like all the shenanigans they get into or whatever. And they based it on real life. Like they did go on a 50th birthday party for, for Rachel Dratch and they went on another party another time and they kind of put them together and made the story out of it and then like use some artistic license to whatever, do whatever they needed to do, make it fit. But mm-hmm. um, that it's like a lot of this, I think that they would be like super fucking fun to hang out with and I bet this stuff really happened. But there's something again about like the timing of the jokes and stuff. It just doesn't quite click like I wanted it to. So we were kind of disappointed and ended up turning it off and really just haven't put it back on. haven't really had the desire. So uh, yeah. if anybody, if any of our fans have seen it and we're like, totally, you need to like stick it out or whatever, it's great. Certainly let us know. No one ever does. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it to be really good. I love, I love yeah. Amy Poehler so much and I really mm-hmm. wanted to root her on as well and I still do. But um, maybe I like her more as an actress than a director. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. But... Yeah, it just wasn't quite there for us. Don't you have a Funko Pop of her? Of her I, character from... Yes. Uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Leslie Nope. Yeah, I do. She, yeah. uh, she got high heels on, so she falls over all the time, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need like, a stand thing for her, yeah. I've got a, uh, a T-Rex Funko Pop, the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and uh, it falls over all the time. I hate so I have that. to like turn it it's on a little like disc thing that's supposed to help it stand up okay does not fucking help shit fucking cranium is three thousand pounds i had to have somebody with a pallet jack bring this motherfucker in here and put it on my bookshelf do you Um, love him three thousand it's it's, yeah yeah it's fucking frustrating i'll tell you that oh hey 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 steven (laughs) yeah whoa (laughs) uh speaking of dinosaurs i forgot to mention on the batman uh, tmnt movie what there's a ninja dinosaur what literally the greatest thing i've ever seen that sounds, in my life yeah amazing it was incredible that sounds pretty good well i was i was going to buy some of these little discs by the way for the funko pops for oh, yeah. my characters i don't have enough though i can only find them on amazon for like 20 or like 10 or 20 packs and i literally have like mm. four funko pops <laughs> total and most of them don't fall down so uh, <laughs> that's a shame that you said that it didn't even work for you but maybe it's because he has a three thousand pound head it could be she. She. Sorry. Ooh, they're they're bad. all ladies. My bad. That's Hashtag true. feminism. Yeah. yeah. Dave Street. Yeah. I yeah. forget that Jurassic Park is a very feminist movie. Absolutely. All of them are. Hmm. Even the shitty ones. Yeah. Hmm. Even the shitty ones. Indeed. You know? Hmm. hmm. Anyway, uh, so back to uh, the stuff here. Um, were you done? I'm sorry. Were, were you done uh, talking about your yeah. uh, 
the, the movie you're okay the three that i, I didn't really know. finish totally go for it <laughs> <laughs> no, i have a lot more to say uh so <laughs> so i've got some music stuff i want to talk oh, about awesome. okay i've got got uh three different things i want to to bring up so a couple of weeks ago it was announced that blink 182 was going to be touring mm. with lil wayne <laughs> or, as, or as tom brokaw says lil wayne <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I thought I should do that. Probably the beers I've had. Whatever the guys. Uh, so yeah, Blink One Eighty Two, Lil Wayne. Why not? Huh. You know, go for it. Here in America, we like to package our touring uh, musical artists with you know like same genre or mm-hmm. genre adjacent. Uh, over in Europe and stuff, they don't really do that. Like they have these big music festivals, and you'll have like Beyonce play with Metallica, who plays with uh, Foo Fighters. And uh, Jay Z and married to Beyonce, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't. I, those are the only four acts I know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, they they have a lot more variety in their shows. It's like, what level are you at? Whereas, what type of okay genre are you? You know, gotcha. Um, so I was I was actually pretty excited to hear about this tour. I won't be going to see it mm. because I don't leave my house uh, gotcha. if I can uh, avoid it, right? But I I do think it's going to be a pretty cool tour. That said. I heard as part of their announcement that they were going to be touring together, they did a little mashup of the Lil Wayne song, A Millie, which I love, and the Blink-182 song, What's My Age Again. Interesting. And they did like a live mashup. Um, there's a little music video on, uh, like on, you can see it on YouTube or whatever, but um, they merged the two songs, and uh, I gotta say, eh, um... <laughs> You know, I was, I was really ready to be blown away, but it's uh, it's really Lil Wayne just rapping his parts of his verses over the verses of, uh, you know, the Blink-182 music. Travis Barker, uh, Blink's mm-hmm. drummer, does a, a pretty good job of, like, making it interesting. He changes it up a little bit from the regular so um, Blink-182. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's, uh, you know, in, uh, what do you call them, uh, those things that people do and get famous and money for uh sports uh you know when they say <laughs> porn when they say, <laughs> they say uh when you go half speed son now that's when you get hurt that's kind of like what this is um they both give it about half effort that and sucks. it turns into something merging the two songs together but it's only just kind of like okay um i thought it would have been cooler if they would have had like parts of lil wayne's like rap instrumental be maybe a portion of the song, mm. but it's it's really not. They they could have mixed them together a little bit better, but overall, not too bad. I've like since listened to the song in my car outside of the the music video itself, and it's it's grown on me a little bit, but um, eh, still kind of not exactly what I wanted it to be. On the flip side of that coin, this Thursday. Wow, I actually heard that. Thank you. <laughs> As if I had any control. Or that neck pop. Uh, this Thursday, yesterday, there's a new song released from my favorite band, Slipknot. Oh. And uh, they had a song that came out around Halloween of 2018. Mm-hmm. Just a, 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 a little a taste of things to come, right? Um, evidently, that song is not going to be on this album. Hmm. That one uh, is, is separate. The uh, newest song that's from this album came out. It's called Unsainted. I saw that the track, or 
they are playing a uh, a two song set on Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight, uh, which I will be watching nice. after this record. And uh, this is one of the songs they're playing. I kind of assumed they were going to release a new song, but I wasn't 100% sure. Sure enough, it came out and uh, it had the little like image on the website I was on had like their new masks or whatever. They always get mm. new masks for their their album cycles. Most of them do. And uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of on, the, on, the <laughs> on the masks, masks? as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. They They usually like change it up for their live performances anyway, but... I don't know. It's like the the masks have never been like a huge draw for me. It's it's really uh, it's really about the music, man. Yeah, like, really, like get it. It's like it's about the music, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna say music more just so you believe it. <laughs> it's about the music. Um, but that that's like the the big highlight for me is the the music. Like the the costumes are like fine, but really it's just you know that's not what sells the the band mm-hmm. to me. Like I've never been into ICP or Hollywood Undead or kiss even you know it's mm-hmm. never been my thing um that said on on the web page i was on i saw that there's a music video for it i was like i shouldn't have this be the first thing because <laughs> honestly like some of the slipknot music videos are, are pretty lame so i'm hmm. like i don't want to do this but it's not available to like listen to on like itunes or whatever at this point so i guess i'm gonna have to watch this yeah. so i did and it was not good. Uh, it's not a good music video. Uh, it's <laughs> I, I like to call it the worst QVC video you've ever seen Wait, because they really like this is the first time that any of their fans are getting ready or are getting to see their masks this time. And it really has these weird shots of like the uh, each of the band members in their masks kind of like slowly turning towards the camera. <laughs> And like holding for like a weird amount of time. It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird choice. Uh, I don't like it. And so I was like, man, and, and that, that kind of tainted me on the song itself. But that said, um, I, I did go ahead and pre-order the album and I downloaded the yeah. song and I've listened to it several times and man, I fucking love this song. Okay, it's, cool. uh, um, it's all about it the music another, to you. It's all about the music, brother. <laughs> uh, and it has another one of those like obvious uh, melodies to me like Corey Taylor he's really good at like growling and screaming but he has a really good like singing voice as well and the chorus to this fucking soars like I don't know how people haven't strung these particular notes together in this way before mm-hmm. but it's just like now that I hear I'm like oh of course this is how one would sing a song you know it's, nice. it's one of those weird things um, but it's uh, it's it's nice and like heavy like I, I wanted and uh, man, I cannot wait for this album to come out. Awesome. It comes out in like uh, August 9th, I think. Um, so it's at the tail end of summer mm-hmm. when I think their their touring begins. But man, I'm I'm pumped for this. I know that we had talked about it uh, in the last whatever few months or whatever. But how long has mm-hmm. it been since their last album? Came out in 2013, 2014, That's somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Good it's chunk. been a bit of time. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you seen them in concert before? Yes, uh, twice actually. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna look this one up too. I'm kind of curious. I've I'm not a huge like metal fan. I'm not a uh, huge... what. <laughs> Sorry to be shocked to you. Oh my uh, god! I'm not a huge Slipknot fan. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I honestly don't remember any of their music videos because I've never really you know followed them a whole lot anyway. So I'm kind of curious to see this. I want to see this like QVC <laughs> slow motion turn now. Uh, I think that sounds kind of epic. Actually, I might love it. It's. <laughs> 
what if that's the thing that like turned you around on it? It's like, listen, the music isn't from me, but the the direction is really it's interesting. Really good. The one bass player, he looks like a Fabergé egg come to life and just staring through my soul. It's good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just looked it up and confirmed. Yeah, their last album was in 2014. So yeah, five years later. Yeah, on, nice. Uh, on this. Yep. Yeah. So um, I didn't like the uh, music video. Mm-hmm. Song is good though. Looking forward to the album. Let me take you no. to another mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. song I've happened upon. Um, and this is actually going back a, a month or two ago. Um, I, I I came across this song on Apple Music, uh, and I was like, "Really? This is a this is still a thing." So I clicked on it and I was like, I can never let anyone know that (laughs) this has impressed me so much. I'm excited. And then that, I think it was that night, my wife and I, we went to a, uh, a hockey game, eh? Uh, and, uh, we were sitting there talking and she was like, Hey, um, have you heard this song? And she started playing it for me. I was like, oh, you mean Sucker by the Jonas Brothers? Oh, interesting. Indeed, I have heard it. (laughs) And it's great. And uh, I was shocked that I love this song. Not that I've ever had any, like hatred towards the Jonas uh-huh. Brothers. It's never just been my thing. Uh, matter of fact, by the in the, the area of time they came out, it was kind of like the same time that um, like My Chemical Romance was out and oh, wow. uh, like Fall Out Boy, they, they were real big. I, I had just like, I don't know what happened. I had just like opted out of popular music during that time and I didn't really hear much of anything from those bands until after the fact hmm. but um have you heard this song have you heard sucker i by never the even heard Brothers? of it yeah I know. oh my god I'm... steven <laughs> you need to listen to this i don't know if you would like it or not like i don't know what your tastes are for like that that type of poppy stuff but yeah it, de- I had a good it depends time with it. I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think back i was trying to look it up because um there actually was a jonas brothers song years ago that i found um that actually was pretty catchy, and it's one oh, of those things. Okay. So it's the Jonas Brothers, right? And I feel um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be like more open about what I really enjoy or whatever. Like I mentioned, like Twilight earlier, I have like a weird mm-hmm. affinity for the first movie, at least not the whole series, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers as well. Like I've never listened to a lot of their songs. There's like I, there's one song in particular I can't remember right now um, that I was like I gave it a shot. So it's like I'm curious about this one, Sucker, because. Mm-hmm. I might actually like it. I'm not sure, you know. Let me tell you, uh, one thing that can win over me as a listener mm-hmm. is a fun little, like, whistle in a song. Oh, you know? interesting, yeah. Bruno Mars has it mm-hmm. in, uh, what is it, that uh, the Lazy Song? The the Lazy Song? Okay. Um, this song, Sucker, by the Jonas Brothers, has a fun little whistle thing. Sweet. I, I'm all about it. Let's do it. Can you whistle? Let's do it. Jonas Brothers, let's do it. <laughs> I, I can't normally whistle. Uh, my mouth I'm is not, just yeah, full asking. of like of like beer at this point. <laughs> I'm frothing mad. Because, but uh, yeah, normally I I actually whistle a lot around our house. Okay, uh, yeah. to the uh, dismay of my wife. That's unfortunate. I love whistling. That's why I ask. I love mm-hmm. I like whistling in songs because I can whistle along with it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I used to not be able to whistle when I was a kid that well, and then eventually I kind of learned how to do it really well. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I enjoy that as well. 
I hate when people who can whistle try to tell people who cannot whistle how to whistle mm. because there's some like tongue stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. You got to shape your I tongue around even, a little bit. Yeah. It's not just like putting your lips together and, and blowing. That, that That's not helping anyone. That's literally just. <laughs> <laughs> that, that counts. That doesn't. <laughs> did I whistle? <laughs> did I do it? I can't describe what I do at all. Honestly, I don't yeah. know if my tongue. Like when you said that, I was like, does my tongue play a part? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, it's uh, you, you gotta like for me. I like put the sides of my mm-hmm. tongue between mm. my teeth, and then uh, I, yeah, I think I like move move my tongue around a little bit to uh, to change the notes okay. a bit. Is this interesting to people listening to this? I'm podcast? sure, I'm sure it is. But I <laughs> Absolutely. have one further question because I oh. can whistle, mm-hmm. but I can't Ooh. finger whistle. <laughs> Is that my brain got stuck? On, I can't finger. <laughs> well, what's Steven, that that's about? a different conversation. <laughs> Why would anyone do that? I, I've never again because I think it's hard for people to describe what they're doing, uh, whistling. Yeah. You know, with the uh, mm. with like doing like the loud whistle when you put your fingers in your lips and stuff. I've never been able. I've been like, what are you? I, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you doing? I can't do that, and okay. the thing where like a coach will put their thumb and their like middle finger yes. on the sides of their mouth and whistle. I've always been like, can you not just regular whistle? Yeah. Just just do that. Why are you getting your yeah. hands dirty <laughs> with your spit? And why is it louder? I don't understand. It actually does seem to be louder though. But why? I I guess I don't know. Maybe they're like the way they're cupping their hand. They're like whistling into the palm of their hand. Oh, and the amplifi- okay. I don't know. I like that. I like that theory. Yeah. I'll I'll track down some bats and see if they can okay. let us know cool. with their echolocation. You know, we can call you like a special name because you'll be like a man who like bats and like, I don't know, like we'll come up with something like, I don't know, like Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Cool. OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get that kid from Twilight playing. <laughs> playing. <laughs> Kick Tom Holland out of here. Yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whistles. We just whistled a whole lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some people call it shitty beatboxing, but yeah, we call it whistling. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because I hadn't heard of that song. I will look it up. Yes, please do. All right. Uh, what else do you have on, on your side? Um, two, two movies I'll say real quick that I mm-hmm. um, used to like and I watched again and I still really liked, I found out. So one is a, oh. um, a, a movie that's not good, but I've always loved it. And it's called Into the Blue with Paul Walker. Oh, Jessica yeah. Jessica Alba. Yeah. S- yes, Skeeter from <laughs> from Varsity Blues. I remember his name. <laughs> He's like a con, Scott Con. Maybe his name. Yeah, that's right. right yeah. Um, I used to like this movie. It's like it's it's goofy fun, whatever you know. It's uh it's like a shipwreck movie in the Bahamas and stuff. Um, mostly I like it because of Jessica Alba's bikini. That's fine. Mm. I can say. But mm-hmm. uh, after we were talking about, you know, we've been watching the Fast and the Furious series. It came up on like Hulu or something like that, and I was like, I haven't seen that in a while. And Paul Walker, you know, we got to the seventh movie, and he had passed mm-hmm. away, and I was like, I kind of want to watch this again. And yeah. um, I'm trying to remember right now. I meant to write this down beforehand, but in Into the Blue, I don't know when this came out versus the other movies in the series of Fast and the Furious, but one of the bad guys in this movie, I'm pretty sure, is one is the bad guy in Fast and the Furious that is the like lead car driver. That uh, he holds on to his, his ankle so that Vin Diesel can run him over the car. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's also in Into the Blue. 
And I was wondering, like, did they meet on that movie? And then, like, he was like, you should be a part of our Fast and the Furious franchise or, like, how that worked out. But oh, that's awesome. uh, but I still really liked it. It was still, like, mm-hmm. fun. Um, it has a rounding 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> but it's not meant to be, like, great. It has fucking Thanos yeah. in it. It's got a... Uh, as Thanos? As Thanos, way before. <laughs> way before. This was back in uh, 2005. <laughs> We thought it started in 28, you know, 2008 with uh, Iron Man. It did not. Uh, Into the Blue, Paul Walker is part of the MCU. Everybody knows that. Kevin Feige is right. It is all connected. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't remember him being in that at all. Interesting. I don't remember his name the right shark? now. Well, it says Tyson. Tyson Beckford was in that. I don't remember him being in Into the Blue. But uh, huh. but regardless, yeah, I think it's I think it's one of the guys from, like, uh, the guy that kills Letty. Yeah, right. He was in uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth movie. The fourth one. Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Fast and Furious, which is so hard to look up. We'll see if this works as I Google (laughs) this right now. See if it comes up with the fourth movie or not. Uh, It might, you know. But I, I, nope, it didn't. Uh, On IMDb, it did. We'll see. But, uh, but yeah. So it was, it was, it was fun. It's a goofy movie or whatever. Gorge. Thank you. I let, I let, I let that first goofy (laughs) slide. You you know. I restrained myself, but I, I had to. I had to get it on the the comeback. You know? I really appreciate it. I was mm-hmm. hoping you would. I even did that to Amanda the other day. Whenever I did it to myself, and I was like, "Gorge, <laughs> you know, Britt does it all the time. I'm not as good at it as you, but uh, I really appreciate it." Anyway, I can't look him up right now. Um, <laughs> the fuck is his name? <laughs> Like the internet is like, no, no, you may not. What's his name in the Phoenix? Nope, that's not it. What's his name in Wait, the movie? Is it not. Let me, I, I'm going to Phoenix. tandem look it up with you. Thank you. And uh, the 2009 film, uh, Fast and Furious. And let's see, let's let's find this. I thought his name was like Alonzo something. Um, Laz Alonzo is his name. Yes. So well. let me click on his. Filmographer. I'm not seeing him in Into the Blue, which just means I'm racist, I feel. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, pretty sure it was him. I was really, Some, like, pretty sure of it. Sometimes people look like other people. You know, Gary Busey and, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Nick Nolte. Okay, look, I was look like, a little bit like, trying to help me out. I appreciate it, but that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not working. <laughs> you know, Gary oh, yeah. Busey, Chris Rock. <laughs> 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 They're the same. Yeah, it's pretty much totally the same. The same. Anyway, okay. Both well, that, that fizzled yeah. out. That was great. That was a good thing I mentioned. Glad I mentioned that. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Into the blue. Uh, it's a shipwreck movie. I like. I like treasure shipwreck movies. This was like stupid fun. Whatever. I like that. So, cool. and another one which we yes. have talked about on oh, the podcast. DJ Khaled. Before. What was that? <laughs> DJ Khaled. Um. <laughs> Snowpiercer. Yes, yeah. I, the Chris Evans movie. Yeah, right. Uh, wait, wait, what? The the Chris Evans movie. The Chris Evans movie. For some reason, I, I couldn't hear you for a second. I thought you said, I've never seen this movie. And I was like, I'm... I, wait, what? We, no, yeah, yes. we talked about this. Oh, yeah. Snowpiercer is that weird... One of those weird movies where like I watched it the first time and I was like not sure about it, but it's always kind of stuck in my brain. I've seen it like... Mm-hmm. I think this is the fourth or fifth time I watched Holy it. Holy shit. Um, wow, yeah. Over time, like I've been like trying to like people love it i don't understand it they're making a new tv series about it mm-hmm. uh which i think is interesting whatever um and obviously chris evans always good and he's even gotten better so it kind of made me want to rewatch it mm-hmm. it really really grew on me 
Um, I oh, loved it this time. So oh, awesome. I'm glad that I finally came around to what people really saw in it. And mm-hmm. it has some faults. It has some like kind of bad CGI in a few parts or whatever. Yeah, a little bit, um, yeah. And, and the whole idea, so like the, the idea of Snowpiercer is like a, the world has gone to shit in a, a climate change event, basically a climate catastrophe. Mm-hmm. And there's one train, bullet train kind of thing that goes around the world. And that's how they survive. And uh, it doesn't always make sense because they go through different train cars throughout the movie. And it's clear that they're all pretty skinny. And you have to know that like if there are soldiers in train car four and they have to go to train car 15, they had to walk through all of those train cars. Right. (laughs) And that doesn't really make sense because they'll meet kids in a school in train car nine. And you're like, they, they act like they've never seen anybody else except for kids and teachers there. And it's like, clearly soldiers just walked through here like 50 minutes ago. That's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But with that said, it's still like, if you kind of forget that stuff and just kind of go into it as like a a high concept sci-fi movie, pretty fucking fun and i i i've gotten to really love it which is really great so that's awesome that's based on a like european comic oh okay and the the comic series um you know how they're in the the world of the movie there are like several trains that are going at the same time are there um (laughs) there are yeah i didn't know several like yeah okay um and maybe i just know that from like knowing about the comics but the the comics themselves they take place um, I think there are like three or four volumes. The first two are separate stories with people that are not in the movie. Mm. Um, but the, I think it's the third comic picks up where this movie leaves off mm-hmm. and it brings the, um, that's cool. Let's say some of the characters from the movie into contact with the, uh, characters from the first two volumes of the comic. So it kind of ties everything in together. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. I I think this would actually potentially be a pretty cool series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some some cool stuff they can do with that, especially right since on. there's like some socio um, mm-hmm. economic like issues that or, or themes that are in the movie. Yeah, um, it just seems like something they could do some cool stuff with and plus everything is like in a tight confined space yeah like you don't need like all these crazy like exterior uh shots of whatever i'm sure you could like pay some cgi artists to like work up like 18 different shots that you use over and over mm-hmm. again or whatever you know yeah that'd be good enough um yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of a it's just a cool story like you said like the socioeconomic stuff plays out really well in the movie and it'd be uh, interesting to have them explore that even more in a series but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, uh, it really grew on me. So I, I think I'll keep watching it. I, again, like it's one of those things that like I didn't quite love, but like for some reason I kept going back to it. So I knew there was something mm-hmm. there and I knew yeah. people liked it a lot and it wasn't just that that would bring me back. I would, I would just give up on something. Obviously I give up mm-hmm. on three things earlier I mentioned today. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but this one always stuck with me and I, I always finished it when I watched it, you know, I was watched it in full yeah. and was like, man, it was, it's always like gotten a little bit better, a little bit better. And I think mm-hmm. finally I got to the point where I was like, I can forgive some of its faults and just kind of go with it. And it's, uh, it's pretty fucking good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing a lot of good things about it when I, uh, before I had seen it mm-hmm. and then it came on Netflix, I think. Yeah. And I watched it and I was, I liked it quite a bit. I wasn't blown away by it, mm-hmm. but every once in a while I'll think back to it and I'm, I'm like, man, I really like this movie. Yeah. I think there's a, a scene early in the movie where like one of the guards or whatever or whatever, like fucks with them. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you don't know that's Captain America. <laughs> you don't know. When his shield, I don't want to spoil anything, but when his shield comes out, 
fucking uh-huh. game on. Yeah. Hey, speaking of of uh, of Cap, um, this is the movie that he grew a beard for. So in that yeah. Avengers, um, oh. the, the very end, like Schwarmer yeah. scene, this is why he had to like cover his face That's with his hand funny. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 2013 so. is when it came out. Yeah. 2012 was yeah. Avengers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That's funny. Hell Interesting. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a few more things that I want to Go run through it. pretty quickly. Um, like I said, I, I do have a TV show I want to mention. Mm-hmm. This is on Hulu. It's a Hulu, mm, let's say, Sclusi. Okay. <laughs> it's a TV show called The Act. I don't know if you've heard anything about I'm this or seen advertising. very curious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, like by curious? Or? Well, Brent, you know already. All right. More like... <laughs> Hi, Curious. Um, so this is a uh, true crime drama web television series, mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. um, on Hulu, again. Um, all the episodes for this first season are available to stream. From what I understand, and I, I could be wrong, I don't know where I'm getting this information. Uh, let's say... It's a good start. God. Uh, okay. And uh, I think this is going to be a... Um, what do you call it? Like a... Uh, Oh boy! Oh boy! Anthology. That, uh, yes, thank uh-huh. you. Yeah, thank you. Hi, curious. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so this this first season uh, follows the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, mm-hmm. and this is based on a true story. If listeners, if you have not watched the show yet, I would say do not look up details on the story okay. and just let it unfold in the TV like show. That. Some of the TV show is is fictionalized, and it tells you. Uh, during the show, hmm. that's the case. But after you've watched the show, then you can go back and read on it because it is fucking insane. So, uh, like I said, the story follows Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Um, she is confined to a wheelchair due to illness, and she's uh, a teenager, like mid-teens, uh, when the series picks up. Her mother uh, takes care of her, and the show starts with a... Um, uh, like them in a neighborhood in, uh, I think it's Missouri, and they've had a house built for them by Habitat for Humanity, cool. and it's wheelchair accessible and everything. Um, and the show starts with an interview with uh, Gypsy and her mom, and she's talking about uh, th- them being so thankful for the community getting together, rallying to build this house for them. They're so appreciative, and, you know, hey, my mom is my best friend and all of this stuff. And um, as the show moves on, and this is not really a spoiler because this is what the show is about, we find out that Gypsy is not, in fact, confined to a wheelchair. She can walk, um, but her mom does baby her and uh, does everything in her power to make Gypsy fully reliant on her. Um, As the show progresses, we find out that eventually... Mama is killed. Did Gypsy have something to do with it? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, but there's some real like twisted shit, and mm-hmm. there are some fantastic actors. Um, Joey King, I've never heard of her, mm-hmm. um, but she does a great job of playing this this young girl who is caught in the middle of being her mom's like best friend essentially and then also being a young adult and being on the the precipice of that and wanting to move on and 
and go live her life. And she does uh, this this thing with her voice where she she talks real high pitched and real like sweet and and all of this stuff. Um, but there's still some like pain, and mm. you can tell like um, whenever she's having to like fake being happy for her mom, it man she she just does an excellent job I, it's really hard to describe mm-hmm. for me because i don't know i don't know a lot of words anyways plus i've been drinking <laughs> but um i would urge anyone who has a hulu account to watch the show mm-hmm. it's okay. all available i think it's like eight episodes mm-hmm. they're all about an hour long but man my wife and i we started i think the first two episodes came out and and we started it got sucked right into it binged both of those and watched it weekly from there Nice. Um, it's, it's since all like available to stream. So you can binge watch this in a weekend if you'd like to, but I can't recommend the show highly enough. Right on. And if you think, and if you think <laughs> there's not a, an interaction with Gypsy Rose at Comic-Con where she falls in love with a Wolverine what? cosplayer, you are out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> Well, good. Yeah. I'd be upset if there wasn't. Man. Um, There's some other things I would say about this, but I don't want to spoil anything. Um, But there's some other characters that come into Mm -hmm. the show later on, and um, they do a great job of kind of teeter-tottering on the line of being creepy, but also, um, I don't know if innocent is the right word, but Mm. maybe not knowing any better mm-hmm. okay. uh, for for various reasons um just maybe not being all fully mentally there um uh, but i i would urge you mm-hmm. uh run don't walk ah. to your sofa and <laughs> <laughs> and watch this show uh, Pat- uh patricia arquette plays the mom uh-huh. and she does a really good job as well she she plays almost a uh, comedically uh bad like uh southern accent or she has a, oh, uh, yeah. a, a southern accent like that. But, like, as the show goes on, it, it kind of grows on you a little okay. bit. Plus, it's not what I sound like. So, yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Fantastic. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, I, I was looking up her for, for first off, um, Joey King, because I feel like I had seen her in something. And the only thing I've, I've seen on her filmography right now is The Conjuring which I kind of remember her in. She's one of the daughters, and uh, I think she was good at okay. that. But um, she's, you know, she's been in a few other things, like The, the Kissing Booth on Netflix, which I've heard is uh, one of their highest, like, watched movies or whatever for, uh, I guess, overall, too, but um, definitely for the, like, teen rom- rom-com genre. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say I was very excited for the series, the act coming out. Um, yeah. And for me, though, personally, I felt it was over... Um, advertised. I see it constantly. Everywhere. Yes. yes. And it was... It's, it's on any website yes, you go to. Yes. It's on both sides of the screen. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I, I'm on Twitter all the time. It's on Slash Film all mm-hmm. the time, I feel. Um, and it became too much. It was like overwhelming where I felt like there's a certain point where I don't know what it is, but it's almost like it gets in my head that it's like, well, it's probably not very good. And that's why they're like pumping the shit out of it to make people yeah. watch it before the people realize it was like word of mouth that mm-hmm. it's bad. So I'm glad to hear that you actually watched it and you guys liked it because I was very excited about it at first. Like it seemed interesting. Yeah. Um, I love, uh, uh, Patricia, Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Arquette. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so like I'm, I'm down for that or whatever, but mm-hmm. 
it was like it was just like a little overwhelming. They were advertising too much. So so now I'll, yeah. uh, I'll definitely check it out because it sounded like a really great story. So now that I know someone that personally that liked it, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's worth a shot. Get on it. Yeah. Um, so I've got three more things, and I'm going to run through these cool. for your for your benefit here. Okay. So tonight is uh, what is today? May seventeenth. John Wick three came out. I've never seen the first two, but they had a, a, a double feature bundle on iTunes. I was like, all right, okay. Uh, so I bought them, and I watched John Wick one and two. Wow. And, uh, I gotta say, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about this being an excellent like action movie series, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched both of them, and uh, yeah, all right. Oh, um, okay. I, I, w- I was not as enthused about uh-huh. them as I had hoped. Um, I think a lot of people had maybe built it up for me uh, a little more than than what would have uh, worked for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, First of all, if you've never seen John Wick, I do have to tell you uh, there is a puppy that uh, does not survive the beginning of this movie. Um, And that was very hard to watch. I tried not to let that color the rest of my viewing Mm -hmm. experience. Um, And I don't think it did. But I will say, um, you know, a lot of people have have praised this movie for its action scenes. And there are uh, bits of action that I think are really cool. But there's a, a lot of it. And uh, as somebody who likes the Fast and Furious franchise, I love me some action, you know, mm-hmm. all day, every day. But this is almost like, is there not any uh, any story here? Like, I don't know <laughs> who some of these people are, what they're what they're doing. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we're bad guys. Shoot, shoot, bang, bang. Um, gotcha. Which is fine. Um, and it's possible these movies might grow on me later on. But as as of right now i you know i wasn't really a, a massive mm-hmm. fan of either one of these movies there is some like beautiful cinematography in some of these uh in in each of these movies mm-hmm. um that said i watched the first one i was like eh, wasn't really feeling that one maybe the second movie will get better watching the second movie it does get better still not as into it as i want to be but god damn it it leaves on such a cliffhanger oh. <laughs> That I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to see yeah. the third one now. And uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to be able to go see it this weekend, but I may just wait till it comes out on, on digital. But um, I am s- somewhat curious Enough. as to how, the, the quality of that, that movie. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that one goes. I've heard the third one's really good, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, again, by people that loved the series so far. And uh, yeah. I had said, when you mentioned that, I had said I had never seen them, but I actually did start the first one. I think... It must have been like an HBO when I was I had HBO now or whatever, um, mm-hmm. but I I also had heard such great things and when I watched it or tried to watch it it was like when the second one had just come out to theaters I think, okay and the first one was out on HBO or whatever and I put it on for a little bit and that that dog scene threw me off which I knew about but like that does yes. throw it off right like and I tried it, to explain it, this yeah, it's hard. yeah I tried to explain this to uh, my wife Amanda the other day about it because um, she didn't really know about them at all and I was like. Yeah, but, like, the whole thing is, like, him avenging it. So it's, like, it's good, you know, but, like, that's still, mm-hmm. like, it taints it a little bit. It's hard to watch. So um, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even sure. I don't really remember any of it. I just – I watched maybe, like, 30 minutes of it, and I remember being, like, I thought I would be just blown away, and I'm not so mm-hmm. far. Like, I got into enough of the action. I know I know that, but I don't remember loving it as much as, much as most people were saying. So I'm kind of curious yeah. – that you said that, that I also kind of felt the same way, but I, I have been wanting to go rewatch them since the third movie has been out. Yeah. Um, 
I'd say they're worth a watch, like at least once mm-hmm. if you haven't haven't seen them. Um, I'm glad I got to watch them at home because I yeah. can like pause it and take a bathroom break or make something to eat or whatever. Um, these are they seem like long movies. Mm. Like I think they're maybe like an hour and forty minutes. So not anything that are actually too long. Um, actually, I take that back. I think that second one is like two hours okay. and change. But I don't know. I'm I'm just not as into them as I I wanted to be. Yeah, and uh, that saddens me. Also. Look, I'm just going to say it, man. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is a bad actor. He's not good. <laughs> I go back and forth on him. I'm not it, sure what I think about him overall. Yeah, it's there's some give and take. And I, I think I've kind of narrowed down like what his issue is. It's like I think he like he's a good looking dude. And I think he's a, a good like action star, mm-hmm. like the fighting he does in this. And I'm sure it's a combination of him and like stunt coordinators and, and actors and whatnot um, that bring that character to life. I think he doesn't properly modulate his voice away from being a surfer dude mm-hmm. enough to be to like sell the lines. At one point, there's a uh, a, a shot of his uh, his dog going out to uh, use the bathroom, and <laughs> he, I guess it didn't click with John Wick as a character that oh I've got this dog it, it needs to go out and, and use the bathroom from time to time. So the dog runs past his his feet out the door, and he's like oh. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, they got a whole movie of this, huh? Straight out of Bill that, and Ted's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like almost the same way about him as I do about Nicolas Cage. That mm-hmm. um, there were some things that I think they're really fucking good in, and then some things they're really, really bad in, and then there's a lot in between. And, <laughs> yeah. but like people have a big like affinity for them and I do uh-huh. too. Like I love Nick Cage and I love Keanu Reeves, but yeah, they also like play the same role every time. It's kind of just them. Like they're so yeah. unique and they sound so <laughs> unique. I think uh-huh. that both of them kind of stick out in my mind for that way. But overall they're, they're, they're on the plus side. I think I uh-huh. like both of them, but I get yeah. you with, with Keanu, you know, that he's, yeah. he's kind of like that surfer dude always. I mean, his fucking name is Keanu. Yeah, what's so. he supposed to do? Not right? sound like that? He has to. Like, I I don't want him to stop making movies. Yeah, there you not, go. Not at all. You know, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what the solution is. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. You know? Global warming, obviously I've solved that. <laughs> I, I just can't crack the can't reach it. And I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I refuse to tell anyone. Like, it's obvious if you just think about yeah. it for a minute. Yeah. But Keanu Reeves, that's a tough one. I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to that third Bill and Ted movie, like... though. Like, that's that's right on. Coral Reefs, Brent's yeah. all about it. Keanu yeah. Reeves, Brent don't know. <laughs> Is that about right? Matt Reeves, <laughs> Batman opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I do like, have you seen this? There's like a viral clip going around of uh, Keanu Reeves. He was on the Colbert show, whatever, the Tonight Show, whatever. And yeah. uh, Colbert asked him what happens after we die. And he like pauses and he just says, I think that the people that we love will, will miss us. And it's like, oh. people are like, that's the fucking perfect answer. And I'm like, good on you, Keanu. Yeah. That's, that's great. So mm-hmm. I'm with him on that one. He seems like a really good dude. <laughs> he does. He, yeah. yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Plays bass in Dog Star. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing that. I know, but, right? you know, That was the thing he tried to make happen. <laughs> I don't think that worked. But you know what? It's worth a, worth a shot. And when I eventually see the third John Wick movie, I will report back with, cool. with my thoughts. But uh, for right now, yeah, not for me. What is for me, yeah. though, is a little movie on Netflix I like to call its title because this is what it's literally <laughs> called, Unicorn Store, directed hey! and starring Brie Larson. You loved it. And 
I loved it. Oh, I'm I, so I excited. Really I really did. Okay, cool. Now, l- let me give this a, a caveat. Like, I, I think this is a movie that you have to watch, like, in a certain mood for wanting a little bit of whimsy. Sure. And I did, because I had I just watched these two John Wick movies. We <laughs> spent a lot of time watching Fast and Furious and Marvel movies. Like, yeah. I, I was ready for something kind of not... Uh, I guess like lighthearted would be a good mm-hmm. word for it. Something lighthearted, um, something with um, a little bit of like uh, cinematic, like bubbly quality. Yeah. And that's what this movie offered. Sure. And I was gobbling it up. Um, Brie Larson is great in this movie. Um, awesome. She's really charming. Uh, it's uh, Sam Jackson is in it. Yeah. Uh, he's my favorite actor. Can't go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to spoil anything. But don't uh, do it. No, 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 I won't. I I will say that there's um, some um, uh, also characters that are introduced in this movie um, that are um, really. um, I'll be honest with you. My brain is swimming in beer. I've been I've I've been struggling to figure out where the sentence is going. And I'm just as curious as you are where that might be. Uh, not the characters. Uh, what do I want to say? Um, she has a character that is uh, a quasi love interest in this movie. Okay. Um, I've never seen this actor before. He is. Um, uh, he he sounds like he should be a Donatello. Oh. Uh, if that makes sense. Sure. Okay. Um, and uh, he's also really charming as well. And they make a, a, a cute couple in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers. Uh, probably shouldn't have said that, but uh, it's something it's right. that you'll pick up on. As the movie progresses, this isn't like a movie I'm really worried about spoilers per se. Not honestly, not a whole yeah. lot to spoil, other than like maybe the last five ten minutes of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a. Okay, I guess I should give the premise of this. Um, so, Brie Larson plays a character who is a um, like a failed art student, and uh, there's some just like really cool like visuals to this movie she does a really good job i'm really impressed with like the storytelling she does without actually having like um characters give exposition or whatever Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the movie it starts out with her being a uh like an art student at a um i guess like a well like an art show or something to that effect and uh it just doesn't work out for um the sub uh not really subtext but the um, next scene starts with her being like rejected from like art school or you know whatever thing she was going through. She eventually decides to get into the corporate game and uh, starts working at this company. And she's offered an opportunity to go to this place called the store. And the store offers what you dream about most. And what she dreams about the most is owning a unicorn, Stephen. And Solid so plan. they, yeah. Sam Jackson is the owner of the store. He has the most wonderful three-piece suits I've ever seen in my life. Nice. I wish I could look half as good as he does in this movie. And he gives her instructions for, hey, if you want this unicorn, this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a unicorn. You, oh, I'm not just going to give you one. You got to prepare for that. You got to build nice. a stable for it. Mm-hmm. And... um You've got these other things. You got you've got to know how to properly love this unicorn, not in a fucking sick way. God, he's sick. Fuck. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> gotta clarify. But, yeah. 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 Um, but there's a lot of uh, family stuff in this as well. Um, oh my god. Uh, what's his name? 
he was in both Get Out and Cabin in the Woods. Bradley Whitford. Yes, is in this movie. I love him. He's a dad. Yeah. Yes, he's great. Um, Joan and, Cusack uh, is in it. Joan Cusack. Yeah. yeah, is her mom. And my God, they are some of the greatest parents you could ever awesome. imagine having. Um, but man, I cannot recommend this movie highly enough. That's either. great. Now, ke- yeah. a- again, keep in mind. Keep in mind for our listeners. If you're in the movie or in the movie, if you're in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> just brace yourself. It's over in like 90 minutes. You'll be fine. Uh, no, if if you're in the mood for um, like big bombastic action movies mm-hmm. or, you know, intense thrillers or something like that, maybe watching this movie at that time is not not for you. Yeah. But if you're in the mood for something that's kind of light and fun and uh, has a little bit of like a fun personality to it. You can't go wrong with Unicorn Store. I had a blast watching it. It kind of reminded me, in a way, not nearly as weird as Sorry to Bother You, Mm -hmm. but kind of in that that vein. Um, There's some, like, fun uh, color palettes involved. Mm -hmm. There's some, like, just a touch of weirdness. Gotcha. Um, No weird, like, horse people in this one, unfortunately. (laughs) Unicorn Store. Yeah. 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 Might make more sense. Mark on that. Uh, You know what? Never mind. (laughs) I hate this movie. <laughs> That's great no, to hear, I, though. Because uh, yeah. I had I had heard about this. I love her uh, as an actress mm-hmm. and the fact that she directed it. I, uh, did she write this as well? I can't remember right now. No, it's actually based on a novel. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember the, the name. I, it, it may have been Unicorn Store. Store as well, but I'm, I'm not sure. But right um, yeah, she she did a great job with That's this movie. Cool. And I'm, I would look forward to seeing whatever she directs next. Yeah, I, I had... I'd heard like pretty good things, I guess, about it. I hadn't heard a lot, but I, it just looked really good to me. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to, again to hear that you liked it um, because it looked really fun to me. And I just haven't given it a shot yet. I have it in my Netflix queue. So I would definitely try it now. This is the second time I've started watching a Brie Larson movie late at night and intended only to watch maybe like the first 15 minutes, half an hour, that, or something like that. That's just all you a, need. a taste for it. Yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know late at night <laughs> yeah crank down and uh <laughs> then go to bed no um it, you know just to, to get an idea of what the movie is and then pick it up later uh-huh. but i ended up staying up until like midnight or something awesome. like that just finishing the whole thing um the the first movie being room oh. um, which i i thought <laughs> yeah was <laughs> yeah, got sucked right into that hard to watch well. but fucking great yeah. right yeah i was like amp is there something outside of this room I'm in? Is there anything outside my bedroom? You don't know. Oh, there is. Yeah. There is. It's a toilet. <laughs> um, yeah, that movie is uh, engrossing, though, as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she is. I think she's just an engrossing actress. Um, she really is, oof, yeah. She's just so fucking good. So, do you ever, uh, mm-hmm. did you ever see Short Term? I, I can't say it. Short Term 12? No. I've heard it's good, though. It's also very good. It's one of the, the first ones she did. I feel like she did like a bunch of stuff kind of in a real like independent stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I watched it. Like I, I first found her from 21 Jump Street. And then uh, Room came out. And then I heard about uh, Short Term 12 and watched that. Yeah. And she's just fucking great in everything pretty much. So, yeah. Yep. I remember when 21 Jump Street came out and people were like talking about, oh, yeah, Brie Larson's in this. I'm like, who? Who? Who is this? Uh, yeah, I didn't who know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she... Yeah, she's great. Yep. Legitimately, she's I, I like her in every role I've seen her in so far. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I'm really excited about this one, too. That's definitely one that I will uh, up on my queue because I had thought about it already, but seeing as you liked it, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely want to watch it yeah. now. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know what? Uh, I think that's going to run off the clock on uh, everything I've got cool. so far. Um, everything else fucking sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I talked about stuff that fucking sucks. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. It was a good uh, pop culture catch up episode. It was. Yeah, I got a lot of things off my list. Oh, and, yeah. Feel- you know, my my tum tum feels better. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> well, if you would like to uh, contact us in any way, you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. And you can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22 and Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Brent, anything else that- for you today? No. That's good. No, um, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was a good episode, though. I think we got a lot out there, which is uh, like my last episode that I just kind of kept rambling about pop culture catch-up mm-hmm. shit. It's like sometimes you just have a bunch of stuff built up, but mm-hmm. you you mentioned a lot of stuff that I'm going to check out personally, so I'm very excited. I, I got a lot, you know? Yeah. Got a lot of uh, talking in these lungs. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think we're done for today. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Alright. Do people realize that we that's how we sign off on all of our phone conversations, not just the show. I always mm-hmm. say my name, you say your name. Mm-hmm. Let's talk later. I always mm-hmm. have to do that. It goes up. And then I just hang up the phone. Yeah. But I like, even though I'm on a smartphone, I slam my phone down <laughs> on on my granite countertops in my kitchen. I'm half the th- I'm not even in my kitchen now. Nope. So I have to like run in there. Clunk, do it. it down. Yeah. yeah. I usually take phone calls in my office here, but yeah, I just like, oh, Steven's done talking. I have to scramble. That's you know? the, the problem with smartphones. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking, there's no like catharsis of hanging them up on people, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> well, I'm not even smart enough to use a smartphone, <laughs> son. <laughs> Everyone's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, since we're in the uh, the uh, after scenes fireside chat here, oh, okay. I never got to tell you about uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy and I we went to a trivia. Uh, hey, thing, trivia! A friend's trivia. Yeah, not quite night afternoon mm-hmm. okay. at a, uh, a downtown Tulsa what, not winery. All the words are wrong. All of them. <laughs> all of them are wrong. A brewery. It was a pizza hut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making it great out in the distance. <laughs> so we were at a brewery, which is fun to say when you're drunk uh, or tipsy. Let's be honest. I'm tipsy. Nah, yeah. Keys. yeah. Uh, and we had a friend's trivia thing with uh, one of my wife's coworkers and one of her friends. And... Uh, it was, we had a blast. Um, awesome. There were, there were nine teams. We got cool. eighth out of ninth, so not the first losers. Wait. And to be honest, How? that's the real winning place, <laughs> you know? These questions were fucking hard, dude. Like, Interesting. It's, Harder than ours? Shit. Oh, oh. They mm. wished yeah. that, <laughs> that they had questions as easy as ours. So, um, matter of fact, one good. of the questions that was that we got right was one of our questions. Hey, I can't remember that's what awesome. it was. Look but I was like, hey, this is how I know this. So I took it and I looked Brandy right in the fucking <laughs> eye as I was writing it down. I was like, oh, I know this. And I, I told her, I was like, I fucking hope they ask what color and what order yes. the dots are in yes. the friend's logo because I'm ready. And if they tell me I'm wrong, I will fist fight someone. Yeah. Or I fist lose. someone. I'll fight. Yeah, I will fist somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then fight with those people on your face. <laughs> it's a power move. <laughs> it's called puppeting. <laughs> But um, Brandy oh, told man. me that like one of the things for the trivia was you'd get like bonus points or, um, or whatever for like the best team name. And uh, she was going back and forth with her coworker on team names and everything. And she asked me and I was like, I don't know, man, I'm going to have to think on it. And uh, so later on, I was like, um, let me see what. Oh, I think I've got it. Stephen, our team name was the Joey Trivianis. Oh, that's a good one. It has the word trivia in it. What do you know yeah. about that? We get there and they're like, oh, we didn't we didn't know there was a name contest. We don't no, it's like, oh um, yeah, we're not Okay. <laughs> if, if you want to you, you get points or whatever, but by that time they had already it was like the end of the game. That sucks. So, yeah. Wow. But honestly I think I won. You so, won. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. It kind of froze, so I I was trying to respond, but I didn't know if you're still talking or not. You're like, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good one, though. Uh, one of the ones we went to a while ago um, that I think I mentioned that was like, it was at a brewery, and they, they were not expecting the popularity of it, and there ended up being like, like fucking like dozens of teams, and mm-hmm. they literally had like multiple like Mrs. Chenandler bongs. They were like, "All right, oh, we're just okay. gonna we're just gonna give you numbers." So Mrs. Chenandler bong won, and it was like up to like three <laughs> or four, and so it was like really that's tough awesome. to like be like unique. But I like the Triviani. That's a really good one. So yeah, I was I was pretty happy with, I'm down it. with it, and uh, I was uh, hoping mm-hmm. that the other people there would be um, impressed as well. <laughs> but they, they didn't were not. <laughs> they were not. Um, uh, Oh, okay. So the the question was uh, about yeah. Monica's apartment number changing okay. from five to what number? And I was like, "Oh, I know this. It was twenty because this is one of our questions." <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was twenty or twenty-one. Is it nineteen and twenty? Is that the thing? Nineteen and twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joey and Chandler's apartment was nineteen, and yeah. then uh, theirs was twenty. Nice. Yeah, so. Uh-huh. Uh, so we got that question right. That's good. Uh, some of the other ones uh, we did not, but it's, we did the best we could. We couldn't fucking uh-huh. remember Ross's uh, ex-wife's name. Carol mm-hmm. could not come to us. Yeah, and we're like, fuck, I don't, I don't know, dude. dude Sometimes, like, know. no matter how many times you've seen it, too, like, it's just you just get like get in your own head, and you're like, ah, fuck, and I don't remember, and then it's like just harder and harder to remember. So. <laughs> they give you a time limit, which yeah stresses you out. Uh, by the way, we didn't. We didn't give our wives a time hmm, limit. Interesting. Well, that's weird. Hmm. You know, so they had an infinite amount of time. You know what? They're banned from the show again. <laughs> no. No, they're, they're I'm right. angry they're all right. over again. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's they, good, though. They're like, we're going to play the Sheryl Crow song, and then you have to turn in your answers during that time. You're like, hmm. fuck. Shit. Yeah, it just puts the pressure on. If it ain't paradise, you know, <laughs> put up a parking lot. <laughs> fuck. That's an answer. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's fun, though. I love trivia nights. Uh, I remember your wife mm-hmm. had, I guess it was that one, she had texted us that she wished mm-hmm. we were in town. I would love to uh, Oh yeah, to go play awesome. trivia with you guys, uh, especially a friend's trivia. But uh, mm-hmm. when we get to go, they're always really fun. Um, mm-hmm. We had another Parks and Rec one recently that uh, our, our longtime listener, Sarah, got to go to, and we mm-hmm. uh, didn't get to go that night, but I, I kind of wished I would have because mm-hmm. I really like them. My only thing with trivia nights that we've been to so far, though, is it's kind of maybe like what you're talking about is... 
the people that run them are not as big of a fan of the trivia that they're giving, right? <laughs> yes. So like you need someone that like really cares because people get fucking yeah. passionate and oh, by passionate and they're drinking, I mean they get angry. Oh yes, you know that and, happened. Yeah. Uh, like we had some issues with our, our our first friends trivia night where it was like I think it was that one. It was like how many girlfriends did Ross have? And, like, we were, like, adding them up. It's, like, girlfriends versus, like, wives and all this stuff. And it's, like, who did he remarry? And does that count twice and blah, 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 and, like, all this bullshit. And, like, we gave a number and all these people have different numbers. And then they were, like, it's six. And we were, like, it's fucking eight. And, like, everybody <laughs> lost their shit, you know? And the guy was just, like, he looked clearly like he had never seen a single episode. And he was, like, I just like beer. I don't even know why I got roped into this. Like, so I feel like they need uh, better people with better questions. Uh, mm-hmm. The Parks and Rec when we went to a few months ago was like, um, I looked up right before we went, I looked up on Google, like Parks and Rec trivia just to like see, like to like refresh my memory of some things. Sure. And it was literally like the first 20 questions on the first website that I found were the questions in the, in the trivia that we went to. Oh, So shit. it's like, they didn't even try. They went to the yeah. first website that I actually found, you know, and I was like, I know all of these because I just read them online wasn't yeah. even fun so that's one of the thing is like i wish they would be a little bit more involved in it a little bit mm-hmm. more fanny that's weird but fans <laughs> in england <laughs> that's a pussy um, <laughs> that's why i thought it was weird yeah. i know that uh at, at trivia night since everybody has a smartphone on them like her her rule was like you you can't have your cell phone oh, out yeah. you can't like go to the bathroom look it up and then come back like that's just not allowed and we abided by that. Like we took the shit seriously, yeah, like shit. life or death. <laughs> we killed a guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he got better though. Uh, His wife was, was giving birth. He fucking dead though. <laughs> yeah. There was no, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. No, he looked at no. his phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, at a certain point, she was like, she she said that she caught somebody cheating mm. i was like okay so they're fucking disqualified then right and then it i guess that wasn't the case i don't know what happened to mm. them but i i pray that they were the ninth oh there you go ninth rank yeah i don't know uh but they should have been disqualified from that yeah. point forward I'm with you. and uh was not happy about that now during the game there was somebody or uh, there, she asked a question uh where everyone was in an uproar about the answer she gave because they were like, oh, that's not what, that's not what you said. You said it like this, <laughs> yeah. and you didn't clarify, and people were, like, pissed about it. She was like, okay, okay, okay. So let me send, I guess they, there was, like, a, a live website where they were, like, having to, like, handwrite a question, like, on her huh. screen for her. Oh, okay. So they had to do, like, a replacement question or whatever. And, um, yeah, like, people got, like, pissed about that. Yeah. And uh, I I thought it was so weird that they had somebody like live writing That's weird. these questions, and there wasn't like here are fifty questions, pick twenty mm. or whatever, yeah. you know. But yeah, that <laughs> that wasn't the case. It was bizarre, uh, but I was certainly doing yeah. that. We we had a a blast losing. <laughs> yeah. It's always good fun when you're just going and yeah. drinking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's all about winning for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, <laughs> the only thing that matters. <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah. Uh, trivia nights are always good time. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right on. Hell yeah. Um, so I think we're going to call it there. And uh, until next <laughs> Wait, we already did that. We oh man. That oh no. This is, this is the after, afterward. This is afterward. <laughs> so, okay. So I've just got another 45 minutes. Okay. Um, okay. So cool. here we go. This is how we do it.
love that his, he's had like a renaissance uh, in his career lately um, with uh, Vulture, you know, in Spider-Man Homecoming, and he did Birdman before that and everything. Um, and I actually, I watched Homecoming the other day, and he's still like so fucking good in that role. And I think that he'd be great as like bringing back, that'd be so interesting to bring him back in that role as, uh, as Batman. And maybe pass the baton in some way, you know? So mm -hmm. uh, that'd be cool, I'd, I'd be down for that. Hey! <laughs> hey! Calm down! I figured I'd just edit him out, it's fine, but uh... <laughs> I was trying to remain silent. They kept going. Uh, <laughs> I know, it was like a, a bark protest. We're dog sitting my wife's uh, parents' dog and uh, any ah. noise, and she just gets up and starts chirping. Uh, my you. dog's shifted slightly, so she just started freaking out. What the fuck? Yeah, is, I know. Is Brandy home? No, she's out with some of her friends, oh, yeah. you know, commiserating and whatnot. Gotcha, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I saw your door was open. I was wondering. Amanda's also out with uh, mm -hmm. Josh and Sarah tonight, so. I heard, yeah. 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 Everybody's mm -hmm. cooler than us. <laughs> <laughs> They're out. I you prefer it on Friday nights. Friday nights are yeah. Steven nights, and I get to stay home, damn it. <laughs> All right? That's Steven's rule. What are you doing tonight? Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> There actually was a Jonas Brothers song in the last like five years that I found mm -hmm. that I. There was a, is that them? Is that the Jonas Brothers behind you? <laughs> Are they there? Wait, did we summon them like Beetlejuice? I had to. I have to like hold my ear out to make sure there's not someone walking in my house right now because I swear I heard the door open. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just the tethered version of you walking out there. Oh no, it's totally Amanda walking in the door, but I couldn't barely okay. hear it because my earphone. That was really creepy. Hello. <laughs> It's Amanda, not a murderer. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Podcasting. Uh, we are she can't hear podcasting. me. Talking about the Jonas Brothers? Yep. Maybe? <laughs> what did he say? Maybe. I thought he said, eat me. <laughs> <laughs> literally, oh all I God. could do is like read his lips, and That's I could, awesome. could have sworn he said, eat me. <laughs> well, I love you. It shouldn't be too much longer. Okay. Yeah. Bye. See ya. All right, that's a long outtake. We'll see if it makes any sense. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Yeah. It's a tiny little suitcase. <laughs> My parents sent me this game, and Amanda just said, it's a tiny little suitcase. <laughs> what is it? It's fun. It's I'll game? show it to you later. It's a pub game. It's a dice game you bet on from, like, uh, England. It's well, actually pretty fun. This is where we would put all of our baby teeth if we had babies. Wow, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> She's a fucking psychopath. Steven, don't turn your back on her. Wait, wait. <laughs> we have a ninja hands out. She just repels down from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what the fuck, baby teeth? Don't, Steven, don't turn your back on her. <laughs> our baby's teeth. Our... Our, that doesn't help. Our baby's teeth? If we had babies? <laughs> uh, why would you keep that shit? <laughs> That's gross. Parents keep their baby teeth? Like their kids' baby teeth? Yeah, you know, when you punch them out of the fucking kid's head, you just need to keep the teeth. <laughs> Friends, yeah, reminder. you punch them out of their fucking head. <laughs> and then they, when they ask you where that fucking rattle came from, you're like, hey, it came from your fucking mouth. It's a lesson. I like how you turned, like, very New York. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> 
I also like the fact that their rattle would be made out of their own teeth. That's so disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, this it's, is... Uh, it's in a clear container so they can clearly see Oh, fuck, it, so. yeah. This is really taking yeah. a turn. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what, 